Does a three hit? Dragons predictions. Where we last left off, the characters had somewhat staked out an area to rob a shipment of this precious metal. Um, they had also set it up in broad daylight. They took no precautions to hide their identities. They took no precautions to stake out if there was excess security around here. So I thought that this would be a whole lot of fun to give them some good old consequences of your actions tidbits. Because this whole game is about their decisions, and all of them have backstories, and I've set up lots of dominoes of plot and options around each of them, but I'm not trying to pull them in one direction for the course of the whole game. I just want them to interact with each other, and so I think this is going to be an awesome time to teach them how things work, and that in a city where you're filled with people vying for power and resources and time and attention and everything, you're going to have to make some hard choices, and you're going to be forced into a lot of hard choices. And I think that that's an awesome thing to do as a DM, is push your players into areas where they have to do something, um, where not responding is the only wrong answer. And I think you can get awesome bits of roleplay out of that, and you can force people to see how this one character of theirs would respond. And hopefully it's different from how they would respond in real life. But anyways... They set up this robbery, and my plan is to have the robbery go pretty smoothly. The guards are going to surrender after they get pretty low. The party should have no problem defeating them. Hopefully there's no bloodlust, and they let these four innocent security people trying to protect the shipment of Amanium go. We'll see. Whatever. But afterwards, I'm going to have two people come a-knocking on their place of residence for what they've done. They're going to steal this shipment. And first of all, it's in gang territory. So... A couple of the characters have some history with the gang. One of the gang's representatives is going to come and kind of threatening, kind of on their side, but he's going to tell them that they were planning on stealing the shipment and that he basically needs it back. They can keep a teeny tiny bit of it, but what they did threw some works, threw some wrenches in his plans, and now he has to go talk to his boss about why this happened. And he likes these characters. He's got good good repertoire with a few of them and so he wants them to fix the mess that they've made but he doesn't want it to be a huge pain for them which is fun second a little bit later in the day i'm planning to have one of these characters from this place called house caneth come down and they are a big industrialist corporation uh part of the story for eberron is that there's these houses essentially corporations that control the vast majority of things and so his house, the house of making, is heavily involved in, obviously, building things, which has a couple of ideas for plot points later down the road, but he is mad because his metal's gone. And since he is basically a monopoly on a sector of industry in this town, he's a freaking bully. And so after the characters have hopefully had a somewhat good interaction with the gang, they're going to have a really bad interaction with this guy. And I want him to be a, a total dick. He is going to make threats, um, trying to bring the law in. What they did was break the law, and so he doesn't want them killed, he'll say. He wants them arrested, and they're going to have to spend time in jail, which is spooky. Keep bringing up jail, but I think it's a fun plot point for city campaigns. Um, he's also going to have them have to repay a whole bunch of money plus some for how much it was worth. All the characters are broke, 
And so we'll see how that goes. I have no idea how they'll interact to these people. They may or may not side with either of them. Um, hopefully there'll be some good persuasion roles and people will try to come up with other areas of escape out of this. All right, part two. Things went slightly according to plan. Actually, for the most part, according to plan, which is pretty fun. Doesn't happen very often, but the plan was pretty loose and it was easy for things to fall into shape. But they did rob the place or the cart. They did take the metal. They didn't kill the dwarves, which is awesome. They let them live. Glad they didn't murder them. They went back to their house and, well, their little place of business and rest. It's like a ramshackled, fun little store. It's cool. But anyways, uh, there was some unexpected cool roleplay bits. One of the characters wanted to dive into some questions of their backstory. They essentially have a dinosaur egg that they're trying to hatch so that they can become a racer, which is awesome. I'm so happy about this. But he wanted to go get pet supplies for his dinosaur. And so we set off into the town. They found a pet store, had some fun interactions with a, an NPC. It was cool. I'm so thrilled to see these people getting out of their shells. A couple of them have played D&D before, but some of them haven't. And everyone is just diving into pretending to be this other character. I've played a couple of campaigns before, and this is, I think, the most roleplay heavy that I've ever seen it. And that just oh, makes me so happy. Um, they hated the gangster guy, Mirclaw, this one-eyed tabaxi cat person who came in to collect for the gang. Um, they hated him. They had a very angry interaction with him, and they almost tried to kill him towards the end. Uh, but they didn't. So that wasn't good. He gave them three days. It was going to be four, but they were kind of mean to him, so it made him mad, so it turned into three. Um, later on down the road, um, a Steven, the House Caneth guy, came, and that worked really well. Some of the characters were visibly afraid, and that was what I was trying to make. Um, they obviously hated him a little bit more, but they got this kind of oh shit realization after this of we messed up and we have to do something fast. And this other guy only gave them 24 hours before... He threatened to come back and take them to jail, not to kill them or anything. And the gang also only threatened to keep them, kick them out of the house. The gang wasn't going to kill them. They were just going to take away the property because they're technically paying taxes to the gang and it's their land, yada, yada, whatever, whatever. But things in that regard went relatively according to plan, I guess. One thing that I didn't expect was one of the characters had like an outburst at this gang member because she was, I guess, like stressed in the game and didn't want to be in this hard situation, which is awesome. A fun thing to do. Yeah, so things went pretty according to plan. Moving into part three, what I learned and what I would change, I think is that I would probably make the gangster guy a little bit easier. I talked to all of these players beforehand about how, like, I want espionage in this game, and, like, I want there to be tension, and, like, people are vying for power, and, like, I very heavily explained to everybody that there will be lots of people who are willing to break people's kneecaps to get ahead in this city. And all of you are trying to get ahead, so you're going to have to figure out where your morals lie, how you interact with these people, all sorts of stuff. But I think the gangster guy came off a little too hard because some of the players just actually got stressed out between, we have two impossible situations, we've lost this game. Which, we had a nice conversation afterwards about how it's all good. Like, you guys can make up a million ways out of this debacle. You know, you can side with either one of the two people. You can side with neither of them. I don't want you to run from the city, but you could. You can get one of the groups in against the other group so that, like, people are fighting themselves for you. You could slander the guy that works for House Caneth so that he can't... Like, maybe he gets fired. Maybe you can look like he did something really dumb or bad. And 
he gets lost that way. Or you can just try to fight any of these people. This is a hero's adventure, and you should be able to fight and beat most of the major plot things in the first bit. I don't want you to be able to go up and kill the king. Like, you can't overthrow the government of the city yet, but you can fight and kill representatives of these bits. Um, all of which we talked about, which was pretty sweet. But I guess for the most part, I am really happy with how this went because I wanted two ultimatums. I wanted an impossible thing to be here. And it is an impossible thing. These people are going to have to do some fun imagining. So I'm not sure where it would go. And overall, I think that we had a lot of good pre and post talks of if we want this game to be stressful. Because you can have a Dungeons and Dragons adventure where you just go monster hunting and you make up all sorts of stuff. Maybe there's less role play or just different role play, but you're not in debt to people. But I think debt's fun. I think it forces you to do crazy, stupid stuff. And so we'll, we'll see what crazy, stupid stuff these people do next week. But I'm having fun. I would chalk this up to another win. It's always a win when you get to play D&D. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Dungeons and Dragons Predictions. I have been your host, Adam Olbreeze. If you would like to reach out or get into contact, you can reach us on Twitter at D&D Predictions. We'd like to take a moment to thank today's sponsors, of which there are none. If you would like to replace this empty space with something else of your own design, please reach out to the aforementioned Twitter page.